0: Hello and welcome to the Natural Birth Co. podcast. I am so pumped to be here with you today because we are talking to the wonderful Natisse, who's a chiropractor who has been practicing for 15 years here on the sunny coast and has actually found her passion in pregnancy and paediatrics and has done her graduate diplomas in those. So I'm really excited to get into this episode today. I hope you enjoy This podcast is brought to you by Natural Birth Co. We help women and their partners prepare physically and mentally for a natural and empowering birth experience. With pregnancy yoga, Pilates and workshops, all led by our registered midwife, we have a studio here on the Sunshine Coast, Australia. Otherwise, all of our services are available online. You can learn more at naturalbirthco.com. If you wish to advertise on this podcast, you can visit naturalbirthcode.com forward slash pregnancy dash podcast. Now enjoy this ad-free episode. Good idea. Wonderful. Thank you so much for jumping on the podcast, Matisse. Thank you. Thank you for having me. My absolute pleasure. I really, really appreciate it because chiropractor is probably a field I don't know a lot in, so I'm really intrigued to learn about it. Mm-hmm. So do you want to tell us how you got into being a chiropractor?
1: Well, it's quite funny really. Um, my parents got divorced when I was really young, so I was six, and they both remarried chiropractors. So ah. Yeah, so it's been in my life well, most of my life. Um I'm turning forty this year, so thirty four years yeah. since I've met my stepmom um, and her family, and then my mum's partner and Yeah, they're all chiropractors, yeah, all chiropractors, Um, so it's been in and out of, or in my life um, forever, Um, we started getting adjusted when we were young, Um, Wow. very active kids, so it helped us with our sport, it helped us with our school. Yes, so interesting, yeah, wow, Um, and then as I got older and I was thinking about careers, uh, it just felt normal, yeah, normal to become a chiropractor like everyone else, wow, yeah, (laughs) So funny. Um so my stepmom's mum, she is and was a chiropractor. She passed away um just recently. Um and she went to Palmer College of Chiropractic. Um my stepmom went there as well, so it's 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 the College of Chiropractic where it all started um over a 100 years ago. So I think it's about 130 years ago. Um it started with a man called Dee, Dee Palmer. Um and he discovered that if he could improve the movement of the spine, people's health improved. So it started out as an ancient healing technique and they involved magnets and then over time it's evolved.
0: Wow. And yeah,
1: so much more modern. Yeah. Um, there's much more research these days. Um, and that, that's how I fell into it. I fell in love with it. It felt normal. Amazing. And, and I just followed on. Where um, is this college that you were talking about? Um, in Davenport Iowa in the states
0: oh wow so you went over and lived there I didn't know no so
1: um, but my stepmom had and her mom had
0: right okay cool cool so interesting so interesting cool okay and then how did you find yourself in the pediatric pregnancy realm and what sort of drew you into there
1: Um, When I was at uni, uh, one of my clinicians in my final year, Naveen, she was a peds and pregnancy chiropractor. Um, I found it really interesting. I loved it. And then managed to have her as my clinician through uni. And then I worked with them, with her and her husband for a year, which was great. Um, And in that year, I was 24, I fell pregnant. (laughs) um and then having going through it going through it myself and moved home um it was just it was such a great experience I wanted to be able to share it and help other women um the way I had help um and help them experience it and feel it the way I felt it
0: yes um so good yeah love that love that and you've been with it pretty much ever since you were pregnant yourself Mm -hmm. amazing amazing cool so in saying that, in regards to pregnancy, what would be the biggest issues in regards to chiropractic issues um, that you would see women come up with and how do they affect birth? Um,
1: well, with regard to pregnancy and chiropractic, um, we sometimes there's not any issues, there's not any signs. It's that someone is an existing client um, and we just continue taking care of their spine, making sure it can move beautifully, mm. have their pelvis balanced, um, and that uterus and that baby grows, they mm. have a great pregnancy, relatively trouble-free, mm-hmm. and they go in and give birth. So it's like um, prevention
0: rather than cure sort of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, the other things we can see is uh, pelvic discomfort, pelvic pain, um, mid-back pain, and mostly due to the changing shape in the posture. So the rounding of the shoulders, the increasing weight of the breasts and the, um, the belly, the growing. Yeah. You, uh, growing uterus yeah growing Mm. uterus growing fetus um the softening of the ligaments Mm. the widening of the hips and the pelvis to allow for all of that to happen so if there's already an underlying condition that's been there um that may impede that growth and development or it may it may change it it may make it more difficult um or one late one time I had a lady she just came waddling in and She had a waddle, she had a limp, um, and she definitely needed an adjustment somewhere in her lower back and pelvis, um, and that
0: helped her to move better, function better, and the rest was taken care of. Interesting. So interesting. Okay, cool. Because I'm all about that, obviously, with my body balance stuff is in particularly the pelvis having it all in balance. You know, if we've got one side that's kind of angled out in a weird way and the other side that's not, then that's going to create imbalance in the ligaments and and impede baby's descent throughout Mm -hmm. the pelvis, right? So I've had a woman once before that, um, you know, came through the process, did all the yoga and stuff, and then her birth ended up in a cesarean section and um, that was... I think it was failure to progress or something, like her baby wasn't moving down, the cervix wasn't opening. Mm. And then she went to a chiropractor after birth, not before, and he told her that her, one of her hips, like her left or her right, was maybe 24 degrees while the other was 68 degrees and mm-hmm. kind of gave that as a bit of a reason to her as to why potentially um, birth didn't progress as it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really interesting. Does that sing true to you at all? or If there is a a deformity or
1: a um, disproportion in the pelvis, that could certainly change the way that things happen. Yeah. Um, so as chiropractors, we're we're assessing, I suppose, the brain and the spinal cord and its function. Mm. So the brain, as you know, controls the function of the body. It tells yeah. it what to do. It tells the organ systems how to function. Um, and then we're assessing the spinal cord and its function. So we're looking at the movement. Um, so feel like i've gone off track yeah. no that's good if, if there is an imbalance there and one side's moving more the other side's not moving as well that that might create a little stop pattern or a pattern yeah, interrupt absolutely yeah. uh, as for what he found i can't speak for those degrees yeah. measurements yeah yeah but, yeah but so if there's an imbalance there um like you said on your instagram recently if the ligaments aren't quite yeah. working in unison or there's a, a torsion through there it, yeah. it could change the way that things happen.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, they're a bloody roadmap for Bubby as they descend through the bony pelvis. So mm-hmm. they can, you know, misguide baby into a bit of a wedged position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So how would you as a chiropractor go about fixing these problems? I have no idea about anything, just a heads up. So, okay. all right. <laughs> um, so so um,
1: we're not actually treating the any conditions. We would be... As a chiropractor, we're assessing, like I said before, the brain and the spinal cord function. So we do some ortho-neurotesting, chiropractic exam, and then adjust if and where necessary. So in a pregnant pelvis or a pregnant woman's body, we're constantly adapting um, our adjustments to suit where they're at mm. within their pregnancy. So first trimester, obviously, they're a different shape and size to how they are in third trimester. Totally. Um, we might have to adapt the way they lay on the table even because all of a sudden they've got a big belly in front of them.
0: Yeah. So,
1: um, I did have some notes here, so you I don't go, go off track. The Within the um, first trimester, there's a lot of ligament softening and joint widening. Um, we've got breasts that are starting to... Taps get tender and soften. Might even be some morning sickness. So, how that woman's feeling and moving might be quite ginger. She might be fine. Yeah. Um, Second trimester again, that body's changing. We're getting increases in lumbar, like lordotic lower back curves, increases in mid back curves. Yeah. Um, Again, bigger breasts, bigger fetus, bigger uterus. Yeah. Um, More widening of the hips. So it's just being aware of where you're at. Yeah. communicating with that woman really effectively, um, mm. gathering all the information you can about where she's at, and then modifying your technique.
0: Yes. Making yeah. sure it's safe, gentle, effective. Such an individualized approach. Mm-hmm. I got an adjustment once. This um, This lady, anyways, I went in and had a meeting with her. She was a chiropractor. And while I was waiting she was like oh do you just want a quick adjustment I was waiting for a boss and I was like ah uh, yeah okay no idea what to expect <laughs> laid on the table and like I had just never cracked so much in my life like oh my, my neck my back she did this like what, not not like a gun thing but something in my the activator yeah okay. right in my pelvis and I, I was just like, like it felt great um I was so baffled, though, by the whole thing and, like, all this stuff with my knees and then she did something to my pelvis and then all of a sudden my knee would move in a whole different way and I was like, what? This is, like, magic. (laughs) So interesting. (laughs) So interesting. Okay, so what about, when you say pediatrics, do you talk Mm -hmm. about newborns as well? Do you treat newborns? Yeah. So what would the biggest, um, I guess, issues you see pop up with newborns? Well... Being born is quite a traumatic process. Hectic, yeah. yeah.
1: So depending on the way that they've come out into the world, um, forceps and vacuum are quite quite forceful. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of energy in that sort of delivery. Um, Whether they can turn their head or not to attach to the breast. um, There's unsettled babies, there's colicky babies, babies that may have issues attaching. So making sure that um, their head can turn from side to side to be able to attach to that breast effectively. Absolutely. Um, If there is something that's happened during birth or in that first few weeks um, that's created a misalignment in their spine, something might be pressing on a nerve, sending them a little headache, Um, they may have some pain that we don't know about it and that's why they're continually crying, that's why they're continually letting us know something's not quite right. So the most important thing with babies is, again, to modify your technique, making sure that you are being um, as gentle and specific as possible. Yes. If and when necessary. Um, and then most chiropractors would be doing a really thorough neurological check on bubs before they do any adjustments. Yeah. Um, so the great thing about babies is is that they're born with reflexes, so primitive reflexes, as you'd be familiar with, um, which then integrate and change. So we get a great opportunity to demonstrate to the parents that these primitive reflexes are there and demonstrate and explain what they're for um, and Mm -hmm. how they'll change over time which parents really love they find reassuring that you can demonstrate that their child is developing um, within an age-appropriate time on that track.
0: Totally absolutely absolutely I didn't realize that chiropractic had so much to do with the neurological side of things that's so interesting.
1: It's all about the brain.
0: All about the brain. All
1: about the brain and the spinal cord.
0: Wow. Right. Wow. So yeah, cause I've definitely heard heaps of stories about mamas and you know how much of a journey breastfeeding can be, mm-hmm. you know, they maybe go through this really hard time with breastfeeding for six, eight weeks and then they go to a chiropractor and bang next day, all of a sudden all the issues are gone. Baby can just jump on. It's not this awful, like, oh, they're great on my right side, but not so good on my left side because this whole head turning system, mm-hmm. it's so interesting how it can affect newborns. And like, as you yeah. can imagine the the vacuums and the forceps, they can get pretty gnarly. Their poor little heads mm-hmm. go through a rough time. Like, I know if I sleep on my neck funny one night, and then all of a sudden the next day I can't even shoulder check because my neck's so sore, and that's just from sleeping funny, let alone being reefed out of a vagina yeah. by well, my head.
1: Your body's constantly responding to to movement, yeah. to input. Your brain is constantly um, judging. Constantly judging where you are in space, how you're moving, how you're not moving. Yes. Sending, it's a feedback mechanism and it sends it straight back up to the brain. It says, this isn't moving, you tighten up, you loosen off.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. So cool, so cool, so cool. Okay, and um, how do you go about treating babies? Is there anything different to what you would do with normal people? or Absolutely. Oh.
1: they um, Babies, for one not just small versions of adults so um, they're tiny yes they're small Um, they have ligaments and muscles just like we do Um, some really important things to remember are is they're mostly cartilage Um, their bones are still developing and they develop um, over that first probably up to the first 21-ish years of life so bones are constantly developing and they're developing in response to the movement um, and growth wow yeah so making sure that you're adapting your technique really gentle really specific interesting if and where necessary
0: okay so you might still do like adjustments on their pelvis and their spine but you'd be super duper gentle because it's cartilagey it's not necessarily full bone yet
1: cartilagey and that's that's the size of them yeah
0: so we're just matching yeah yeah So interesting, interesting, very cool. Um, Great. So I know when I caught up with you a while ago and we Mm -hmm. talked about birth and I was kind of like expecting this full chiropractic approach and I said... What, like, what did I say, something like, what would your biggest, yeah, I said, what would your biggest tips for birth be? Like, what would your biggest tips be for a woman to have a natural birth? Mm-hmm. And you just went on a whole other train that I wasn't expecting. Do you, do you want to delve into that?
1: <laughs> um, to be honest, I can't remember what I said on the day, but. Let's, I'll remind let's you just, after, we'll see what, just, what you say. Let's just create a new tangent there, why yeah. don't we? Um, advice, is that what you asked me?
0: Yes, if yeah. you could tell a woman who wants to birth naturally, what would, what would you kind of tell her?
1: I usually, when women are close to the end, I usually say when you think you can't do it anymore, it's all about to happen. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's, birth is, is not passive. It's really not a passive thing. Um, I really think and feel women should go in there with intent. Women, birthing partners, intent. Yeah. You wouldn't want run a marathon without training for it. So why would you go on and give labour, give birth, have a baby without training for it 100 percent, and that's getting advice from someone like you um an obstetrician Mm -hmm. a doula Mm -hmm. you know maybe family members sometimes they have horror stories Mm -hmm. sometimes friends have horror stories sometimes they have great stories Mm -hmm. so it's finding it's finding your support group and working out what's what's best for you um as a woman as a couple um as a birthing
0: mother absolutely yeah I totally agree. Interesting, interesting. Yes. I um, will remind you of a couple of things that you said that day. Okay. You were mentioning the whole act of um being able to receive, mm-hmm. a woman being able to receive. Yeah. Do you want to delve into that a little bit, what you were talking about? Because I'm starting to – I'm wanting to implement that into my birth workshop. So I'm just f- trying to figure out a way to do that that won't make all the boys cringe.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, so Sorry. I know what we were talking about now. So, we were talking about, I might, so let's talk about giving and receiving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, with regard to giving and receiving, I think a lot of time, a lot of the time as women, we we end up giving. Yeah. Yeah. We end up doing, we end up just doing, just getting it done. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how easy it is for some women to, to receive or mm-hmm. to ask for help or... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah love that so and I know that we talked about that and on that I'm just going to have a little segue here absolutely I thought in terms of the neurology behind giving and receiving um there's giving and receiving actually excites centers in the brain that link with altruism and happiness so I thought it would be really cool you can link this into your classes if women can actually get some practice at Receiving, yes. So it can be as simple as a compliment. Um, it can excite the centres in the brain, which further excite pathways um, that stimulate like dopamine and oxytocin release. Yes, and they're essential hormones for pregnancy, birthing, yes. emotions, feelings, um, cuddling. Yes. Know, um and oxytocin is actually sustained in the body longer than
0: dopamine. Interesting. So. I didn't realise that. That's really interesting. And because when you're kind of, I don't want to get too off train here, but mm-hmm. you're talking about masculine and feminine, right? Mm-hmm. The, the masculine role, the feminine role, and this obviously doesn't mean male or female. This is we all have both roles within us. And mm-hmm. the masculine energy is on about giving and the feminines should be able to receive. Mm-hmm. And birth is just the ultimate most feminine thing that mm-hmm. we could possibly do right and as part of birth like a big part that I talk about in my workshops is the mother needs to feel safe she needs to feel that safety which quite often she gets with the partner mm-hmm. and especially when the partner you know confident to stand up for her advocate for her he knows the birth plan he's been into it she knows like okay all I got to do is like deal with these contractions and he's got everything else sorted mm-hmm. that's that utmost sense of safety, right? So when you can ask for something, say if you're like, oh, you know when you're, well not that I've experienced it, but women say when they're in birth, they get this sensation that they're like, you know, just put pressure on my back or do this or hold me here, I need to dangle like this. Mm -hmm. She needs to feel comfortable to ask him for that, you know? Yeah. She needs to feel completely comfortable to be able to say what she needs of him and- I really think that practicing that, as you were saying, that receiving, asking for help is super important in pregnancy. And I just think as well, that's great, because I've given our conversation that day mm. so much thought since, oh, really? like you probably would not have realized how much thought. It was just this whole other aspect that I hadn't even considered. Yeah, Even after birth in the postnatal realm, like mm-hmm. so many women struggle to ask for help and like, definitely not having a go. I'm a sucker at it. I'm really terrible. And I've actually been practicing with Lucky recently. And he's yep. a bit like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, yep. all of a sudden, yep. I'm yep. like, why well, I'm at work today. Can you please do this stuff for me? Uh-huh. And he's been awesome at it. And it's just been like, literally, all I had to do was ask. Just and ask. obviously, you're not going to take advantage. Yep. Like, that's not, like, I think that's maybe what we're all concerned about. Or I know from myself, it's more of like, a am fucking misindependent. I don't need to. Yeah. So... That was really like soften, feminine, yeah. ask for help, be able mm-hmm. to receive and just be super grateful and mm-hmm. not like, oh, you're only doing it for me to be able to do something for you later, like even though that probably will end up happening, but you're not doing it from that place. You're doing it from a place of him to just do you a great favor or someone to do you a great favor mm-hmm. and you're just super grateful.
1: And usually they want to help. Yes. Men, men want to help. Totally. But the masculine side wants to help. They want to be asked. They want to be wanted. Yes. They want, they want to know that they're doing good things for you. Absolutely. Um, and often we, I know for me in particular, my husband and some of my friends will back me up here. I think that they're psychic.
0: Wow. And
1: no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> my husband cannot read my mind. <laughs> unless I have a scowl on my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He, he cannot read my mind. He no. Can't. No. I know for my husband in particular, he wants me to be quite explicit, you know, yes. with what I need help with. Yes. Um, and
0: Same as Lockie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So during pregnancy, during birth, you may not know what you need. Yes. Until you're in the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: yeah, practice asking, practice practice receiving, give Absolutely. each other gifts. There was, when I was putting this together, um, there was a research study I read where for four weeks they gave someone $100 and said, split it in half and spend $50 on yourself and $50 on someone else. And they actually got, that's where they got the different brain responses from. So wow. they, they got the oxytocin release from actually giving, but it was mutually beneficial interesting the giving as was the receiving wow it's it's mutually mutually beneficial
0: wow so cool so cool so cool yeah I found that really interesting and I'd love to in the workshop um I don't know let me know if you have any ideas but I don't know maybe giving a piece of paper to all the people and getting the men to write their woman a compliment, just because I think that that's appropriate, and then the women to write one of the other women mm-hmm. a compliment on a little piece of paper, and mm-hmm. then they take it home. They open and it up themselves. Same with
1: the husbands. Get the husbands to compliment each other as well. So true, actually. They'll probably be like, what though?" Yes. But, you know. You I know. know. You just never know what you're going to start.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. You know what? I should just do it. I just... I, yeah, I get, I, I cringe over them cringing at me, but I just think I need to do it and be like, it's for your own good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you can explain it. You can, you can take this, you can explain. That so true. It's, it's actually working on the brain. So true. You know? Just like working their bicep. Yeah. And if you, if you can liken it to something that they relate to. Yeah. They'll get it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. How interesting. Is there anything else you wanted to speak on in regards to pregnancy, birth, motherhood?
1: I don't know. Have you got any more questions for me?
0: Actually, yeah, I I did have one thing. Um, Okay, in regards to pregnancy, maybe motherhood or babies, Mm -hmm. what would the biggest symptoms be that if someone listening to it right now was like, oh, I have that, that you're like, yeah, you definitely need to see a chiropractor. So do one for pregnancy, one for babes and motherhood if that's a thing?
1: Well, wow. they, they don't really need symptoms. Mm. Um, yeah. It can, just, it can just be, hey, I want to try chiropractic. Yeah. Um, they, they might have some pain or dysfunction. Yeah. Um, they might be curious. They might have some tightness. Um, with bub, bub may be um, not turning their head effectively. Yeah. Um, and who else? As mother, as mother. Ooh. Do you,
0: is it a thing that postnatal mamas get very
1: much? She stress So true. You know, we've got physical impacts, chemical impacts, emotional, emotional is stress. They might have a a baby that's waking up three, four times a night, a husband that's snoring, they're not sure if they've painted the baby's room the right colour. That's stress, that's increasing their cortisol. So if we can help to increase or change that spinal movement,
0: decrease the nerve interference. Yeah, yeah. You never know. They might feel great. They might move well. Amazing. Amazing. Yes, so cool. Oh, it's definitely it's a massive service that my mummers use in pregnancy and with their babes as well. Mm. Everyone sees a pregnancy chiropractor, I see, yeah. I feel. So um, for the mums out there who don't have one... How can they find you? I know it's very difficult. I am honestly <laughs> so baffled with the fact that you've been able to build a business without an Instagram, without a website, without all the goods.
1: This is what we do. So before we've got Instagram. Got
0: <laughs> <laughs> How does that even exist? So, wait, well, I think we've got a phone number that we can probably put in the show notes. Yes, I've, yeah.
1: I can put. I can give you details to put in the show notes. Yes, I am at Ristora Chiropractic um, in Maroochydore.
0: Oh, you are okay. Say that again. Rasura. Rasura Chiropractic in Ruchador. Okay, cool. Wonderful. Thank you so much for popping on. No problem. Thank, Thank you. Soon. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. All of our podcasts are recorded live in the Facebook group, so you are not only the first to listen to the podcast, but you are able to ask questions throughout the podcast. If you wish to jump into the Facebook group, the link is in the show notes. I would really appreciate if you left a five-star written review, shared this podcast with someone who would appreciate or even share your recent listen on your social stories. Talk to you soon.